Warning, this episode contains adult language, concertos, mature themes, metronomes, percussions, pensions, and various other music-related items. Listener discretion is advised. One, two...
Episode 26, Prelude in D Minor. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zan. How you guys doing today? Welcome to our 26th episode. You know, 26. Holy shit. I know I keep saying that like it's a good thing, but hey, for some people this is their 26th episode, some people this is their first episode. So for those of you who are new, hello and welcome. This is the Spyrokin Manga Review. Spyrokin is a society that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every week a manga is reviewed and pretty much we give you some information about it. That way you can go to a bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks good and you're able to know if it's actually worth reading or not or if you're interested to find out some information about it. That way you don't waste your time. Uh, yeah. So if you can probably guess the next couple of issue, sorry, episodes are going to be back to back and unfortunately my voice is kind of shot, uh, the whole thing with my tooth. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. So if my voice is a little raspy, I apologize in advance. So either way, hope you guys are doing good. Things have been, you know, the same with me pretty much. With the new voice line up, again, a lot of crank calls on it. For those of you who don't know, the voice line is 406-426-7444. Two oh six monk. Anyway, sorry about the Shatner. Like I said, the Shatner-esque talking. Like I said, my tooth is kind of blah right now. So either way, besides that, playing a lot of Xbox, Orange Box especially. Been playing Team Fortress and I've been playing Halo. So if any of you have Halo or Team Fortress and you're online, definitely add me as a friend or send me a message. The gamer tag is Zan Space Spyrokin. Pretty cool. Definitely play. Uh, well, anyway, we should get this show on the road, I guess. Because nothing else is really on. No manga news, anyway. So, let me get into news. Or, let me get into the review itself. Okay. So, anyway, from those of you who remember from last week, I am going to be reviewing Nodame Cantable. Pretty interesting manga. It's pretty cool. A little different than usual, because we haven't done a Josie in a long time. Anyway, so, title is, like I said, Nodabe Cantable, and it was created by Tomoko Neomiya. Can't believe I'm... sorry. And it was originally produced by Kodansha, and it's being released currently by Delray Manga. There are 21 volumes, it came out originally July 2001, it's still coming out, however it is on hiatus right now because... Tomoko recently gave birth, so she's becoming a mom, so, you know, that kind of takes precedence over a manga, even though it's an interesting manga. Uh, the genre is comedy, slice of life, and it's a Josie. Usually we don't do Josie's last Josie, I think we did was uh, Hoshi wa Uta, with that lovely review, which I still have to redo eventually one of these days. Um, besides that, there's also a TV drama, an anime, a live action, a movie coming out, and also there's three games, one for the PS2, one for the DS, and one for the Wii, which I doubt we're ever going to get in the United States, so hey, who knows? So we'll see what happens. And, interesting, the main character of this series actually is based off of a real counterpart with exactly the same name, and um, one thing I thought was cool about the manga is that one of the teachers in the fictional second part, which is in Paris, James DePriest, is actually a real person. He is the permanent conductor of the Tokyo Metro Metropolitan Symphony Orchestra, and he conducts 
the Nodami Orchestra, which does the music for the actual series, which is kind of cool. So, anyway, let us get into the review. The synopsis, rather. Okay, so, anyway, Nodami Cantable opens up with the, one of the two main protagonists, Shinichi Chiaka. Now, he is this perfectionist uh, pianist who is the best at this school. He is at this where the location takes place at Mamogaoka College of Music, which is located, of course, in Tokyo, Japan. Couldn't be located anywhere else, but anyway. He, and he is lamenting the fact that he is unable to see his mentor, Sebastiano Vierna, doing his concert because due to an event which happened early in his life, he's now traumatized to fly. So he can't leave Japan. He's now stuck in Japan from where he used to live, which is in Italy. His father was a pianist and a very good player. And what happens is every time his father went to practice with the orchestra, he would sneak in and he'd see Vierna conducting and he became infatuated with it despite the fact he's a great pianist he has dreams and inspires to be a conductor very noble aspects a little different so since he's the darling of the school because he's a great piano student which is he's very talented pretty much everyone expects him oh he's going to follow in his father's footsteps he's going to be the greatest pianist in the world he's blah blah and what happens is that one of his teachers finds out he, he has the score written down because he was writing a score for a, for a concert. They look at him like, why are you doing this? You want to be a penis. You can't be a conductor. You're not worth it. And he flips out the teacher and says, what the hell do you know? Everything that you do is the same. You don't know how to be different. I'm going to be different. So the teacher, who is actually the top piano teacher in the entire school, says, okay, you want to yell at me? Fine. You're done. Get out of my class. I'll switch your majors. Or I'll switch your teachers. You're done. I need to see. So he's currently fucked. He's messed up his entire musical career by kind of pissing this guy off. And his girlfriend pretty much says, Hey, Jacko, um, yeah, you're not going anywhere. You screwed up, you got kicked out of the major because you want to follow this stupid conductor thing, so um, we're done. Meanwhile, throughout the rest of the series, this girl continues to pine and mope over him, even though she broke up with him and proceeds to date every other guy in the series. Uh, you don't know if she's trying to make her jealous or if she's just a bitch. Who knows? Don't matter. But, so... Because of this situation, he does what any logical person would do, which is hit the liquor. He gets completely shit-faced and passes out at his apartment building outside his dorm. And this is where you're introduced to our secondary main character, Megumi Noda. Now, Megumi Noda, or Nodame, pretty much sees this cute guy from her school passed out right in front of her door and you know it's cold so she does the logical thing which is she drags him into her apartment to kind of make him warm you know and when she he goes in you know after about a little bit of time he wakes up from his alcohol induced coma and he wakes up and he sees he's in a room which looks like well it hasn't been cleaned in two years 
and he sees a girl laughing at the TV. He's like, whoa, 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 where the hell am I? What the, what, what am I doing here? And he's like, oh, oh, Chiaco Senpai, I hope you're okay. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, what is this? Why did you take me here? Where am I? And he runs out the door, freaking out, thinking that she's a psycho crazy lady who kidnapped him. And as he runs out, he realizes, wait, I'm at my apartment complex. I'm next door. Oh, shit. And as he's pissed off, he goes back in his apartment. It's the next day. Next day, goes in, and he's kind of depressed because the school is talking, saying, Oh, did you hear about Chiaco Senpai? He got kicked out of school. He got kicked out of not school. He got kicked out of the school's lead piano school. Now he has to go with the crazy guy. He's losing everything. Oh, yes, and they talk about how his girlfriend is now dating this... Uh, this one student who's going to Germany who's this big fat guy and he's depressed about it so as he's walking around just trying to figure out what he's going to do because he has to meet his new teacher he hears this melody this beautiful but off sync song it's like this song is so off sync but it's it sounds so good and he's wondering what the hell it is and he, he doesn't go find it, so he just goes walking around more. And who comes running towards him later? Nodame, holding his belt. It's like, Chiaco Senpai, you forgot your belt at my place. Now, if you're in school on campus, and you're walking around, and a girl runs up to you and says, Hey, you forgot your belt at my place. People are going to start asking questions or wondering things. So he immediately just says, That's not my belt. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and while she's demanding, he hits her. Gabor. That is pretty much Nodame's line for the rest of the series. Whenever she gets hit, punched, punted, trips, falls over, knocks something over, you hear Gabor. Anyway, so long story short, he ends up meeting his teacher and he finds out that the person who's playing the piano is Nodame. She's a very good student. She's brilliant piano student. She's good at what she does, She, but she's messy, disorganized. She takes baths several days apart, and she, like I said, she never cleans her apartment. And, you know, she also wants to be a kindergarten teacher, and she plays by ear rather than reading sheet music. So, what happens is that they end up working together because... Nodame has to work with him on a on a specific piece and he keeps trying to tell her, you have to fix this, you have to work on this, you're doing it wrong and hitting her over the head and making her clean her apartment and sort of get herself together and this is the beginning of a lovely relationship and Nodame's in love with this guy and says, oh, we're married, blah 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 and Chiaco's stuck with, you know, he's just wondering why the hell am I dealing with this girl who plays a very cantable or song-like playing style? But he starts to appreciate her. And they start to get together and you meet other people and other students. And the whole deal is Giacco is inspired to become a pianist by the end. Not a pianist. He's inspired to become a conductor, hopefully by the end of the series. We're going to find out eventually. But hey, who knows? Either way, the series is 
a little slow and the art is a little unusual at first because it's done by computers it's obviously a newer series but the story is intriguing because one you never see anything really done about musicians I mean yes you had piano no more which we did earlier but this was actually it's not about little kids it's about adults and they're trying to become pianists and it actually goes through the different reasons of and methods of becoming a different musician I mean besides the piano school you do have the percussion school the violin school the singers and all things that goes into their different types of music and I think that's actually really interesting and a unique aspect you don't see in most mangas today I mean yes it is a slice of life romance but it covers the other things and later on in the series you do find out that you know you have them get together and they create their own orchestra and it makes you appreciate different musical abilities even if you don't like orchestra it kind of appreciates the way things go also just the insanity of of Nodame and just the fact that she gets whacked in the face with a hash and you gebo and just the stupidity of her I mean like there are scenes when you know she just does the most random things and you're just confused by it. like she steals her best friend's lunch all the time because she can't cook I mean when they're they're first cleaning her apartment it's it's horrific I mean she picks up a um, she picks up a pan and Chiaki's like what the hell is that it's like oh it's lunch from last winter and it's November He's like, oh god, it's like a year old, and they're ants in her clothes, it's gross as anything, but I mean, it makes her a pretty interesting character. And I'll give you my rating, well, I'll give you it after this message from everyone's favorite podcast, besides this one, the lovely and wonderful Anime World Order. My nephew, like the Power Rangers, and I did this on his birthday where he had all his friends around. They were like, Green Ranger, I said, let me show you the real Sentai. I'm going to show you the episode where Green Ranger actually died. And they were sitting there looking, a couple kids start crying like, no, Green Ranger can't be daddy. And the parents were like, what are you showing our kids? The Anime World Order podcast. Not suitable for children because the truth hurts. Visit us online at www.animeworldorder.com. Now that your ears are bleeding, I apologize for that. I forgot to lower the volume when I first put it on, but sorry about that. Anyway, now that your ears are finished bleeding and hopefully you still have your hearing, my review for this series is I'm giving it a borrowed from a friend and never return it unless offered Poggy. Pretty much, the series is really good. I mean, yes, it's a Jose. Yes, you have strange and unusual characters that you would never see in a real guy's or male-oriented manga. I mean, one of the characters is a gay percussionist who is referred to as a woman for the first half, and you don't you just think it's a woman with a mustache and an afro until they say, oh, he's a guy, and he's gay. He looks really bad. But it's kind of cool. It's very unusual. It's very unique. The musical references are pretty cool, and it's not like in Gravitation where they make up bands that don't really exist. I mean, yes, the S and our orchestra probably doesn't exist but the fact is they make several musical references from Chopin to Beethoven to Rachmaninoff and Mozart so it's pretty interesting and it's educational if you're a music lover even if you're not a music lover it's kind of nice to even pick up if you're an action fan you're not going to like this it's another slice of life which means it's going to be very 
basically basic and go from point A to point B to point C very slowly. It's day by day. It's not going to be one, two, three. Okay, we're going to save the day. Punch someone. Go pop, 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 and fight and stuff like that. But definitely, even if you have a chance, just read it. You might not like it, but hey, you might get something interesting out of it. So now, it's pretty good, but. Uh, uh, I think that's about it for the day. I mean, it's kind of a short episode, I know, but like I said, my tooth is blah right now. It's pounding. I don't even think I'm going to edit this, but I hope you guys are doing good. Hope you guys are still listening. Hope you guys still enjoy the show. Of course, I'm still here. I'm still trying, still pumping. And I know that I did promise Mason on here, but unfortunately, you know, she's married now. I can assume that now, you know, just doing a podcast is no longer a priority in her life, and that's understandable. You know? It happens. Things happen. You take priorities in life. But the best of luck to her. Maybe she'll come back eventually. I doubt it. Worst comes to worst, I do need to find a co-host. If you want to send me any information, or you want to send me a review, or just say, hey, what's up? You can send me an email at spirekin at gmail.com, or hit me up on my personal email account zan.spirekin at gmail.com you can also email us at our website spirekin.podbean.com check us out at myspace myspace.com forward slash spirekin we are on facebook just look up spirekin manga review group um also like i said we're on itunes we're also on most uh podcast directories just look us up and I think that's about it. Oh, yes, our phone line. 406-426-6665. Definitely check it out. That is right, I believe. Yes. Oh, sorry, I'm wrong. It's 206. Sorry. The number is 206-426-6665. That's 206-426-6665. Man, I really got to get my crap together. Either way believe that is all. Am I forgetting something? Um, yeah, actually I am, of course. The one part that is the most popular part statistically of the show. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, folks, it's the Wheel of Manga. The one part everyone loves in the show. Pretty much every episode, we determine what we're going to read for the next episode by using the Wheel of Manga. The Wheel of Manga, or Scully, because it's covered in skulls, has ten spots on it. From our list, which is on our website and also on the forums, sparkin.rapidboards.com, even though no one ever uses it, it's a list of over 700 manga. Pretty much ten are selected at random. We never use the same one every time until the entire group is recycled so unfortunately some stuff which people want to hear may never be used until after we recycle it but anyway so we put 10 on the board we spin the wheel of manga whenever it lands on that is what we review for the next episode so without further ado let's see what will be reviewed for next week number 10 now for number 10 oh damn the next episode, we'll be reviewing Yakitake Japan. And I know that Anime World Order is supposed to review that whenever their 75B ever comes out. But, yep, we're going to be reviewing that. So that should be kind of cool. So, next episode will be Yakitake Japan. I hope you guys really enjoy. Um, I think that's about it. Um, any comments, concerns, like I said, email us. 
Uh, we still have the two contests up. The one contest being make a intro for us or make a promo for us. And the other one is help us make a wheel of manga. Pick 10 mangas and send it to us. If you're looking for the list, it is on our forum, sparkin.rapidboards.com, and it's on our MySpace, myspace.com forward slash Spirekin. Now remember, Spirekin is S P I R A K E N, and Zan is spelled with an X, not with an S. That's about it. Thanks. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. I'm so in love with you